0: I'm Dr. John Tam and welcome to the Career Change Advice Podcast. My definition of the good career is one that is aligned to who you are. Whether it's clocking an 80-hour work week or having a job that just passes time so you can go home and spend it with your loved ones, I believe that a good career works for you and not the other way around. I promise to support you with every single episode with sound career advice for positive change, whether it's minor tweaks or a full-on career switch. Let's begin. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my channel, the best place for hardworking millennials to learn more about career soft skills. Now a skill is something that an individual can bring to a table that adds value in solving a problem or completing a task. And in this video, I'm gonna differentiate what's the difference between a hard skill and a soft skill and what you need to know about them to be successful in your career. Make sure you click the subscribe button and hit the notification bell so that you can receive regular updates when I come up with new videos that will help you in your career. Also, join my Facebook group, Career Soft Skills, so that you can connect with like-minded individuals who are interested in maximizing their career. Hi, I'm Dr. John Tam. I have a PhD from the University of Oxford in sociology and I'm passionate about helping people develop career soft skills and find clarity in their career. So without further ado, here are the major differences between a hard skill and a soft skill. A hard skill is technical skills, and knowledge and ability and know-how on how to complete a specific task. Generally, it's either you have it or you don't, and it performs a specific function, a process, and it can usually be acquired through education. Examples of hard skills would be coding for engineers, lesson planning for teachers, but different languages for translators, knowing how to work spreadsheets for accountants, or for someone like Steph Curry, it'd be shooting a basketball, right? Curry splits the defense behind the back! A three. Oh he puts it in! What a spectacular move! That could be the greatest move I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Stephen Curry, just a spectacular move here. Somehow holds on, fires up the three. However, someone like Steph Curry is not only a great player because he knows how to shoot the ball, it's also because he's a pretty good leader and that's where the soft skills come in. So soft skills are a combination of personality traits and the behaviors that are manifested. It also includes self-management skills. And generally, it's used as a catch-all for behavior at work for people, whether it's working as a group or working individually. It's sometimes called transferable skills, people skills, or just leadership, communication. It can also include the bucket of creativity, problem solving, critical thinking, or self-management such as reliability, adaptability, uh, timekeeping, being able to meet deadlines, organization, and so on. Soft skills are also used in everyday situations and are not limited to a specific situation. So for example, the soft skill communication could work at home, it could also work at work, it could also work with family reunions or Skype calls, or sorry, Zoom calls nowadays, or whatnot. If you wanna learn more about soft skills, definitely check out my previous video, What are soft skills, in the links above. So here's a quick breakdown of soft skills and hard skills according to Indeed in 2020. Now hard skills would include things such as language, right, being bilingual, multilingual, database management, Adobe software suite, Um, Network security, SEO, SEM marketing, statistical analysis, data mining, mobile development, user interface design, marketing campaign management, storage systems, and management and programming languages. So here it also says hard skills are the technical knowledge or training that you have gained through any life experience, including your career or education. And on the other hand, you have soft skills, which would include integrity, dependability, effective communication, open mindedness. Teamwork, creativity, problem-solving, critical thinking, adaptability, organization, willingness to learn, and empathy. And these are the personal habits and traits that shape how you work on your own and with others. So basically, it's everything what I said. Let me know in the comments below if you agree with this list. And let me know in the comments below if you think things are missing from this list. Now, here are the five things that you need to know about hard skills and soft skills at work. Fact number one is that hard skills get your feet in the door, but soft skills help you keep the job. So basically, if you can code and you're an awesome coder, but you are a total jerk to work with, you're not going to keep your job, right? You're not going to pass probation because it's going to come out. And so even though you have the hard skills to perform a task, you essentially need the soft skills to buffer it up so that it can really improve the workplace culture, it can really improve your communication skills, and it can even improve your chances for a promotion. And so here's the thing, One problem that I often hear when I work with people is that at my workplace, I am seen as an expert and they don't see me as manager material. And there's a reason for that. Because a lot of times people enter that job because they're good at what they're doing, right? And so because they're good at what they're doing, they just keep on doing it and they just find a lot of satisfaction in doing that specific task. Now in workplace situations, there are different tracks for advancement. And in some cases, there are no specialist tracks, right? So the next step up would be management. And so in order to be considered for that, you have to really show the soft skills, the management skills, the people skills that you can handle managing other people. And that would mean learning how to draw the line, being sometimes disagreeable, uh, keeping on task, and holding other people accountable, and communication, and so on. So these are things that are really important for a manager to have. However, if a person is in a niche where they're working on a specific task and they're doing hard skill work, what happens is that they're not really able to demonstrate the soft skills on a daily basis. And as a result, they're not seen as a good candidate for advancement. In addition, when it comes to performance reviews, these things generally don't come up, right? Like the the manager generally looks at your task and says like, can you do this or not? It also doesn't help that if you're really good at doing the hard skill that you're doing, what managers generally tend to do, and I'm not saying this is the case for all managers, but a lot of managers like to keep you under their thumb because, like, this guy can produce, this guy's having a high output, I wanna keep him or her under my team so that. I can keep advancing. And so that's a general problem. If you cannot get into a management position and you're kind of niche down into a specialist kind of role doing hard skill stuff, what happens is you're kind of stuck there. And so building the soft skills is what's going to help get you out of that rut and being able to communicate that you have these soft skills and signal on a daily basis that you are the right candidate for management. Now, of course, if you are passionate about what you do and you really just want to keep doing that hard skill thing, that's fine too. But not all companies have specialist roles, right? Only certain companies that have reached a certain size have specialist roles for people to keep doing that thing that they're really good at, right? And so essentially, it might be time to consider a career change if there is no such option if you just want to keep doing that hard skill task. and so definitely check out my video, Career Change Mindset, where I talk about when is it a good time to switch careers and when is it a good time to think is it structurally impossible to keep advancing my career in my current job. The second major thing you need to know about the difference between hard skills and soft skills is that the higher you go, the less hard skills you need, the more soft skills you need, right? And I actually talk about this in depth with Dr. Reza Hasmath from the University of Alberta. And he's my good friend and basically we talk about how you can advance in the corporate ladder. Essentially the pattern is the same across most industries. The higher you go, the more people things you need to do and the less hard skill things you need to do. Because hard skill stuff is generally called grunt work and so that's basically delegated to people under your supervision. And that's generally delegated to your direct reports. And I've said this many times before, AI, robotics, automation is going to replace the productivity side of things. So a lot of work in the future is going to be creativity based. And so essentially, not only do you need the people skills that I talked about in the previous point, but also the creativity and the ingenuity bit of what makes a human human is basically the stuff that is not going to get replaced in the future. And so what we're saying nowadays is that the future of work for entry level jobs, you need mid level skills. Right? And that, when they say mid-level skills, they're meaning soft skills because mid-level skills would be middle management which means you're able to communicate above and below and basically be able to be a good team player and have self-management skills so that you can actually do well in your job. And also, in a 2018 study on LinkedIn, what people have found was that 57% of people who are working in management say that they prioritize soft skills over hard skills. And the reason for that is because hard skills can be learned and they can also become obsolete. Meanwhile, soft skills are the ones that are transferable and that It's really what makes or breaks whether someone wants to work with you or not, whether they like you or not, at that level. Because at a mid and upper management level, a lot of the work is dealing with people and coordinating strategically rather than technically and tactically. A third fact about hard skills and soft skills is that hard skills often develop at the expense of soft skills. So think about a time when you're in school and you have a choice between working on your homework and completing a project versus going out and playing sports with your friends. If you were an A or B student, you would generally have chosen to do your homework. And if you were a C or D student, you probably chose to hang out with your friends. And what happens is, if you go to the workplace, you would notice, and I'm not saying this is the case all the time, but a lot of the entrepreneurs, a lot of the C or D people, are those who actually build really good soft skills, and that includes sales, leadership, and things that are generally not learned in the classroom. And on the reverse, the ARB students are the ones who work for the CRD students, right? Now, this is a major generalization, but heck, we got someone like George W. Bush as a president back then. So, I mean, do you need any more evidence? And while Donald Trump did go to Wharton, I'm actually not sure whether he was any good as a student. And so the reality is oftentimes when it comes to choosing building technical skills, a lot of times people choose for the job to build technical skills, but that that actually happens at the expense of other soft skill stuff. And so when it comes to distribution of time, a lot of people end up distributing a lot more time on the hard skill rather than the soft skill, especially if you work in a professional setting. Things that would build soft skills would involve sports, extracurriculars or music or art, things that are more human and people oriented rather than task oriented although it could be like you know, a group of people working on a task together. In addition, when people enter the workforce, oftentimes the first measurement generally is do you have a certification to prove that you can do the job, right? And that's really for entry level jobs, so that's understandable, right? Because it's a hard skill that they want to verify. But what happens is, in education nowadays, a lot of times the education is focused on the hard technical skills and it really takes away from the soft skills. Basically, I don't want to present a false dichotomy as like an either or kind of situation, but oftentimes people who enter a job will think that, okay, I need to get that hard skill first and kind of neglect the other side. And once they enter, like I said earlier in this video, they start to realize that I'm kind of stuck because I'm an expert in my hard skill but at the same time, I'm not really exhibiting the soft skills for a promotion. And that wouldn't matter if you don't really want to be a manager. But like I said before, oftentimes that's the only choice. Let me know in the comments below if you're stuck in that situation because I know a lot of people who are actually stuck in that kind of situation. And let me know in the comments below if you disagree with my point and think that is, Garbage. So just let me know. The fourth thing that people need to know about hard skills and soft skills is that soft skills inherently amplify the hard skill. So for example, if you're an excellent coder and you're awesome at you know using Python to build algorithms or whatnot, right? What happens is that you can only go so far by yourself. Oftentimes people work in a team or people have to deliver goods to clients, and as a result, communication becomes key. And With good communication, you can actually save a lot of time in the coding, in the teamwork, in working with the client and just smooth out that whole process. So things like leadership, teamwork, negotiation, sales, all these things make a huge difference when it comes to getting the job done. Because at the end of the day, yeah, people are getting paid because they need to solve a specific problem. They need to do that one thing. But in order to do it better, you need those soft skills. So, once again, soft skills are huge in amplifying the hard skills. The fifth and final fact that you need to know about hard skills is that you only need one to do the job. So, people are generally paid to do one thing on the task, right? Especially if you are at an entry level job you're paid to do one thing and generally one thing only. Unless you're in a startup situation where you kind of have to do everything or a small business situation. But generally hard skills, you need a limited amount to really just make it in the workplace. But the problem with that is, it is at the risk of being phased out if it's too narrow. So if the job is working a cash register, for example, that's a hard skill. But nowadays, if you go to a supermarket, what you're going to see is a lot of the cashiers are being replaced by just Machines that you can just scan and people just bag the stuff themselves, right? Because that hard skill is too narrow. So as a result, it can easily be replaced. In comparison, if you have a hard skill that's a little broader, that's a little bit more complex, then that's harder to replace. But. The will get you. That's, I'm just scaring you. I'm just totally kidding. But you get the idea, right? The more complex that task is, the harder it is for it to be replaced so for example one thing that people say is the trades are being threatened by AI and automation that may be true if your job is just to hammer something but if your job is to break down the wall and look at the plumbing behind the wall and make sure that everything's going to be okay when you fix the plumbing essentially what's going to happen is a robot can't break down the wall analyze the whole thing and sign and you know, sign the paperwork and to say that it's completely safe because number one, there's that liability issue, and number two, it's a complex problem. If you ever break down the walls and look at what's behind there, it can get really complicated, especially you know with water and electricity and everything. Okay, I'm outside my comfort zone. I don't know too much about plumbing, but you guys get the idea, right? Things behind the wall can be crazy, and so you actually need a person to problem solve. So hard skills and trade skills are not exactly being threatened but it's got to be complex enough that it's going to be problem solving it's going to take some creativity and it's you need a human to be liable for these things and that's one thing that insurance really hasn't worked out yet like automated driving who's gonna take the liability if you get into an accident right so these are things that make it difficult for you to be replaced meanwhile soft skills are something that can be developed everywhere can be transferable everywhere and you can keep building throughout your lifetime and so those won't be phased out because we're humans and we work with humans and I don't see us turning into cyborgs anytime soon. And I would actually highly recommend you to check out the video above where I talk about trends in the workplace and how it's gonna affect soft skills. One thing you could also do is download my PDF where I'll put in the link below where I talk about AI, robotics, automation and the future of work and how that's all gonna be changing in the future. In addition, I also have a personality test that's totally free using the Big Five Personality Traits, which is a gold standard for measuring personality, because soft skills at the end of the day is about building soft skills around your personality to maximize your strengths and cover your limitations. So definitely go check out that personality test and take it if you're interested in knowing what your personality is like and what you should do for your soft skills. Also, join my Facebook group Career Soft Skills if you haven't done so already so that you can receive constant updates on soft skills and communicate with like-minded individuals who are interested in boosting their soft skills and advancing their career. In my next video, I'm going to spill the beans on what I do for soft skills development and whatever secrets behind it and I'm going to show you the back end of what I do so that you can actually see like oh this is what a good soft skills development program is like And so definitely click the subscribe button and hit the notification bell so that you can receive an update when it comes out. Also, leave a comment below and let me know your thoughts on the video about hard skills and soft skills. Do you agree? Do you disagree? If you like the video, hit the like button it really does help me a lot. And also share with your friends if you found this to be valuable. Take care everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate and review this podcast and share it with others who want their careers to work for them. Congrats for showing up and being your own career advocate today. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.